a shake. Uh, this thing is massive. The low-lying sections of uh, Manhattan. It is staying on course to head north, with major American cities still in its crosshairs. That is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. And we're, of course, uh, battening down the hatches for our latest storms. This is chaos. I never saw anything like this in my life. When you go down that road, the devastation just continues for miles. Disaster is the worst crisis since World War II. Since the Great Depression. It's my day Friday, bitches. Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for checking out ElvisDuran.com. I'm here with uh, my partner in crime. First off, me. I guess. Carla Murray. I mean, I like him me. more, but we also have Sean <laughs> right. from Yellow Card. She's right. all right. She's all right, right? She's all right. I mean, we have her in here just because we needed a girl. Sean and I would have just had Thanks, hung guys. out. Thank you very talk much. And stuff, I appreciate football. it. Sensual moments of silence. <laughs> oh, great. That's what I'm here for. So, Sean, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, you guys. Now, we caught you in the middle of your tour with Newfound Glory. Dead smack in the middle. And um, you're probably very tired. I'm all right. I'm actually... Really? Uh, I have a... Tiny human that I'm responsible for. She's 13. Mini Mac, old. is Minnie that what you call it? Yeah, I love it. And uh, I get to see her next week, but I'm I can kind of operate four or five hours. I'm I'm all right. Some of the dudes are sick, and then other are night people. Uh, Josh, our bass player, happy birthday, Josh. Happy birthday. Two days yeah. ago, it was his birthday. I think he's still hungover. Like, <laughs> one legitimately, of the, one of those. still like, that happens. I don't know if I can play the show tonight, guys. We're like, you're going to be okay. What? Has that, ever, <laughs> has that ever happened to where one of you are so hungover you can't play? No. You're lying. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, sometimes, you know, you get caught up and you see some friends and you're out and you don't realize it's like six in the morning. You're like, oh, I have to sing in like 12, 13 hours. So, um, but we're pretty responsible. We're, we, we put our 20s behind us and we're, we're, we're ever the professional at Team Yellow Card. So. Okay, well, what about in your 20s? <laughs> you leave the stage and barf because I would. I think, um, I don't know if it's documented, but uh, Ryan missed an MTV interview because he was really hungover. Yes. See, so right here in New York, you guys you guys got the, <laughs> I mean, actually he slept in, I think he was not feeling well. I can't remember. Oh. He wasn't feeling well that yeah, day. Yeah, he wasn't feeling Eric well in quotations. So when we go out and get hammered on a weekday or ever have to come to work, it's easier for us to kind of mail it in for a day, you know. Really? Like you can you can kind of if you, you guys need have to. a big team. Like, yeah, there's a lot of a room full of people, and it becomes a if bit. I have to respond late to an email. I can respond late to an email. It's not the worst thing in the world. But with you guys, you're you're on stage. You're playing instruments. You're doing the same thing you have to do every day when you're at peak condition while you're while you're hungover. How yeah, like difficult it's funny is that? when we're hungover. See, I like to operate like a good 70, 75 percent. You know? <laughs> don't expect too don't much. Expect too much. It's kind of like a passing grade. So if if I can get away with that, no. Um, you know, we're really lucky. We we we've been a team for a long time. We put music first, and uh, we don't we don't like to mess around, but too much. But uh, we cut loose every then and again when no one's looking. Well, it's funny as you think of you know rock bands going on tour, and you think of like all the movie stuff, crazy parties. Girls on tour buses. But you also just you mentioned your your tiny <laughs> that human happen. that you're responsible for. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess a couple of days ago you posted, you know, so excited to see to see this girl or something about going home and seeing your family, and it was a picture of your daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's so weird thinking that like you obviously you have a regular life, you're a regular family guy, and but you're in a rock band. How do you balance those two? Well, you know, sometimes you got to go to the Clark Kent, and then sometimes you got to put this the cape on. I am not that. I'm more like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I just said that. Um, no, I, <laughs> we'll I love my that. family. We, um, I've been married for six years. We've been together for almost eleven, and uh, we, I have fun. I have so many friends, and you know, we, we like to take care of our crew and and uh, and share some of the the fun and the philandering with them. But I'm a uh, 
I'm a I'm a one woman guy, and I got a little little girl I got to look after, and and um, they're actually going to fly out, and uh, we're going to tour with us for like three or four days. So. That's cool. Really cool. She likes the. That's awesome. She likes the sound check and puts the headphones on and sings, sings in the microphone. It's it's pretty amazing to see that. You know how many likes you're gonna get when she's wearing those big oh safety headphones? I like it. I so many, so likes. many likes. <laughs> I, she, I, she came out to her first show last year in Indianapolis, and so um, now she's just she's like twice as big. And she, I mean, I can't believe she's my daughter. She's so cute. So. That's awesome. I have to protect her. I'm going to be the protector. Um, So in our podcast, we did a week where we had everyone request emo songs. It was... Pop punk emo songs. Yeah, pop punk emo songs. It was one of the biggest week of song requests we've had. And we saw you at Emo Night in Brooklyn. We might be going back to Emo Night. I think it was that same day. I think we did the pop punk songs on Emo Night Day. But it's just like, it never goes away. Like it's, do you feel like you've had such a huge fan base always? Is it growing or is it the same fan base? I mean, I feel like it's still growing. It's for us to be able to do music and be in Yellow Card 16 years and, and running. It's, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. And that's a specific time where Yellow Card's on the radio. And now I know Taylor Swift is running the world and she lets yeah, her friends well. on the radio occasionally. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's awesome for, for them. And we had a, an amazing period of time. But there's so many people that grew up listening to our band and similar bands. And that... I, those memories and and that music, it's not going to change. It doesn't go away. It's music is a timeline, and that that part of our life, you know, for me, I will never forget that. And I meet people every day. Oh, I missed your show this time, but we're we're lucky enough to be able to play music and travel and tour for a living. And if we miss someone at some point, we come back and we get to see them again. It's it's pretty awesome. So, well, like I told you last time when we first met that your album like got me through one of my first breakups and I was like 16 years old and still till this day I'll listen to it and I'm like oh my god it brings me back to that time and it's, did he break up with you yes man so, I know We're regretting it he's bald idiot. now it's okay but, <laughs> but on top of that <laughs> that's, that's like the lowest uh, he could have had this but he's bald now <laughs> too bad but my story with you guys is that I went to TRL on my 16th birthday and I got to do a shout out during Ocean Avenue. No. Yeah. That's awesome. I need to find the video I somewhere. I wonder if I have that. You probably DVD. do. But it's like, it's so That's crazy amazing. to think back. You guys have been around forever and you're still making awesome music. But you. it's been a year since we've had a new album. So. Well, we're kind of on a two year cycle. It's a big world and we have to put out music and then go see a lot of different countries. And um, we don't have anything really... That I can talk about like concrete, but there's a big broad horizon for Yellow Card uh, next year. I think we're gonna have some cool stuff to talk about. Maybe if I see you again in the future. Okay. Well, how do you? I mean, how do you balance, you know, the the nostalgia and the older stuff that you guys have done, and create a new album at the same time? I mean, it it is hard, but on, on the other side of that is we. I share the stage with so many talented musicians and. We have such a diverse group of influences that when we get together, just for us being in the room, we have that vintage yellow card sound. And okay. With our last record, uh, Live to Sail, and with some of our other albums, you can hear that sort of like, oh, we, we took a little turn here. I don't think it's too, it's too left of center. No. We always have that yellow card sound, but I think it's important for us to try new things. There's new instruments, there's new elements and programming and and all the electronic you know sounds that are available nowadays that weren't there 10 years ago or 
relevant or people cared about. So we like to experiment with some new stuff. I'm a little bit more of the old school classical violin mind, but uh, again, we have uh, a lot of talent in the band. Ryan Mendez, he's a producer. Ryan Key, he also is a producer. And uh, it, on top of being great guitar players and singers and stuff. So we try and put it all together. And uh, sometimes I feel like we're cramming too much <laughs> into the bag. But uh, it's it's uh, that's what we bring to the Yellow Card sound. And, and hopefully uh, we get opportunity to make some more records. Can we talk about the violin for a second? Yeah. Yes. Can we, we should. Can we, we talk about we the should. violin? That's job security. That's job security. Yeah. We, first off, violins, you need them in every band. Without without a violinist, the band is They're nothing. They're in every band. They no. put them on the records. Well, here's... It's well, true. How everyone did, should just hire me. How <laughs> I mean... Violinist for sale here. That's right. For hire. Yeah, for um, hire. Not for sale. Yeah. Just like part-time. Yeah. So how, how did that happen? How did you meet up with these guys when you were younger and say, hey, you guys have a really cool band. Can I bring my violin? Because it sounds, it does sound ridiculous. It's when you say Here's it my like cello. that. <laughs> when you say it like that, it maybe doesn't sound as cool. But um, so we went to uh, um, Yellow Cards started in high school, and we started. It was an art school, so we didn't have like, you know, f- a lot of like phys ed. They didn't really do that. It was focused on your art form. So we had creative writers, dancers, actors. Like everyone had their own sort of um, section. And I was obviously in the string and the music program. Ryan was uh, in the drama program. He was an actor, music theater. and I would have failed in this high school. I would have failed every class in this high school. (laughs) No, I mean, actually, it's pretty awesome. um, Everything is dialed in. And it was the first time I went. I mean, kids are mean. So it was the first time I went to school where I didn't feel sort of like bullied or ashamed about being a musician. My mom made me play since I was five. And I quit every day. I'm like, I'm going to play basketball with my friends. And she's like, you're going to live in my house. You have to play this instrument. Thanks, mom. And she's like, she said, <laughs> you're going to thank me one day. It's a gift. Wow. And I was like, I don't want to play. And no one plays. This is stupid. And she was right. You're, you're smart, mom. I love you. Did you try so, to play a different instrument? Uh, no, I only played violin until high school. And then I picked up a guitar um, for whatever reason. I don't know if like you have vivid dreams, but in my dreams, I always thought I would be a drummer. And then I tried to play drums and then I have really bad rhythm. So I'm like, you know, a free flowing melodic guy. I kind of like, that's where I operate. Okay. But, uh, at, so at the art school, I was playing, um, sort of improv music with the guitar player. And we used to go to punk rock shows face to face, uh, melancholy, no effects, like all the old school stuff. And, um, out of this sort of group of friends, they were like, Hey, we started this band. You should come jam a song with us. Uh, I know we, we do this other stuff on the side and it kind of really took off in the, that Jacksonville wow. scene type of a thing. And then we all decided to move to California and the rest is history. That's crazy. Good history. I think good. Yeah. History. I think it was pretty good history. Good history. Wow. Cause I, I know my brother, for example, and I was about to tell you this before we turned on the mics. I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang on to this. When we met you at emo night. Yeah. I texted my brother cause my brother also played violin in high school. Nice. Did he and stop? He, after high school, he stopped. He went to college. Man, he stopped. You but keep going. He, he, one of the reasons he did violin is because when he was between our fifth grade and sixth grade years, you have to go from playing the recorder to picking an instrument for orchestra class. Right. And he was listening to Yellow Card and picked the violin. My man. And he was like, my oh my man. God, tell him, that, tell him that he was my, my motivation. <laughs> I was like, I just met the guy. I'm not telling him my freak brother that lives down the block that's not coming here. I was like, <laughs> I brought you guys around. You're like, yo, man, my brother, he loves you. <laughs> just lean on me. No, it's cool. That's awesome, man. That is really cool. Um, what do you guys have going on outside of this? I know you said Ryan built a studio. 
you guys working on other projects? What do you have? Yeah, I mean, upper sleeve. Do you like so, paper mache. What do you do? Yeah, <laughs> I have some Mod Podge at my desk. We can totally do paper mache. I kind of cook a little on the side. No, um, so we, I mean, Yellow Card first and foremost with us is it's our it's our prize, it's our baby. But I think being lifetime musicians and and wanting to not just live inside that box. Um, Ryan Key, our singer, he built a studio in Nashville. He lives in Nashville with Josh. And he just finished and was really successful with a Kickstarter, and it's called Lone Tree uh, Recordings. And I think he's just building it now, so it's it's pretty much in its infant phases. And um, I just launched a production company with a partner of mine. His name's Eric Taliba, and we're sort of more on the classical side, getting into scoring. Hopefully, one day for like film or video game or television. So, cool. Um, Yellow Card is like for us, it's it's in our heart, but it's a big world out there, and and for me. I've been playing music for a very, very long time, and um, I want sort of more strings, more orchestration, and I don't know if that fits in the yellow card world, and I think maybe for a good reason, so I have compiled like all this music and just slowly releasing it. We put some stuff up on our SoundCloud, and my brother's a big video game guy. He's like, you should get in some of these games, so... Well, if they That's want to find cool. a SoundCloud and hear some of that stuff, where do they go? Where do people go? I don't go? even know. How do you say SoundCloud? The uh, thing where SoundCloud. it's like com. You have to like read the com. whole thing, like a like numbers a and stuff. Well, we can post it. Yeah, we can yeah, post yeah. it. We'll, we'll, send it to it. we'll use the email. We'll I don't it. know all the numbers and the slashes and stuff. But. Gotcha. We'll help you. Well, how do you? I mean, obviously, we we talked about how the violin was kind of a different thing for for a punk rock group, and you you want to do stuff where you can hear more strings. When you guys are coming out with an album, how do you jump in and say, "Hey, can we get like"? We get some more violin in the song, or maybe there's too much. Dude, how does like that work? It's, I mean, it's sometimes it's really tense. Sometimes it's like, uh, you know, you get a room full of creative people, and I don't know if you guys have that also. We yes. have creative people here, so we have a room full of people who think they are creative. <laughs> I'm, actually, I know that you guys do, and they they have a vision and they want to go this way. And you know, when you make an album, it's like you have 15 sort of kids, and you're you don't want to like one more than the other, but sometimes you're like, oh, this one has behaved really nicely and I want to give it a little more attention, a little ice cream over here. <laughs> so um, the violin sometimes is is really difficult. Sometimes the song has already taken a shape and it's not like I have to do strings on every song, but sometimes like a little shredding harmonized violin guitar part. But um, it's really, and I call it finding the song within the song, is like writing my own piece within a completed song and sometimes really difficult sometimes the other guys don't like it so uh and then um you know we just we just won't need to move past that just put the violin in there just just keep putting violin in there yeah just trust me guys i'll, I'll just i'll take over and then we'll make it work it's funny because when you think about the violin you don't necessarily think of people like shredding it yeah you just, violin, just but shredding it the violin. one so is it the solo from believe um uh, yeah believe this that's a 9-11 song right mm -hmm. where you oh, just yeah. you go I mean, it's all. It sounds incredible, and it, then you realize, you're like, oh, I'm listening to a violin. This is yes. this is badass. Thanks, guys. You it know? is very Thanks. badass. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs that we've written, and we I, actually played it on 9/11 to start the show. Thank you. So we did. It just it has so much meaning, and we've done some USO tours, and um, I mean, it just it it took on its, a life of its own, and it helps so many different people, and and so wherever we go, if it's you know supporting the troops or we're here in, in the city. Um, it means a lot to so many people and, and, uh, we're just, we're lucky to have a song like that. Well, you also have something else that obviously means a lot to you guys, obviously, cause you're donating money to it is the invisible children foundation. Mm -hmm. How did, what was that partnership? Like, why did you decide to work with that foundation? 
So Invisible Children, fantastic organization, but it was really a brainchild of Vans Warped Tour, and we're a function of the Vans Warped Tour. Kevin Lyman did an amazing That's job. I first saw you guys, actually. Mm. That, yeah. 2003? I mean, 2003, four. five, six, seven. Were you there in four? 12, 14. Four. Yeah, I mean, we've we've done it a lo- uh, handful of times, and um, Kevin Lyman does a great job of getting the bands that so many fans want to hear and nonprofits. And, and a lot of kind of just do-gooders. And we made friends with this guy named Alexander Collins, and he's just an amazing person and was like, I want to help you, and, you know, if you guys could help us out. And they sh- we went and shot the video, and uh, they, they released these flyers out in into uh, into sort of into the forest, and the the captured and, and the members of the army, they read them, and they're, you know, out of fear. They don't know what it is, and they don't, they're brainwashed to think that they're not welcome back in society. And, and so they've been doing this and, and we were a part of, of making one of those flyers and, and some of our lyrics were put on one. That's awesome. It's just, it's amazing to think like we're small and maybe we can help someone somewhere else. And, and that's, that's what they do. And they brought us in and, uh, it's just, it was, it was amazing to be a part of something like that. So people can donate through you guys. So we did everything through invisible children and, Their sort of quest is, I mean, the army's kind of like disbanded. They're kind of almost at the end of their mission statement. But they go to invisiblechildren.com and everything is is there and and laid out. You can lend a helping hand, but they're uh, they're 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 conquering their what they set out to do. It's it's pretty impressive. Cool. That's it's crazy that I mean, obviously you guys started a band just to have fun and make music together. Um, But I find any artist that I talk to is able with their music for the most part to just help people, whether they realize it or not to help people around the world. Do you ever like sit back and think, you know, I wrote the song about a breakup or about, you know, not understanding my parents or something and kids around the world are now listening to that and using that to kind of for their own therapy. Like you're, you're a therapist at the end of the day yeah. to some kids. Do you ever it, sit back and think of that or. And it, you're traveling. Like you guys have doing this tour with Yellow, uh, Newfound Glory, this is your first time in America with them. You've been everywhere yeah. with them, except here. But like exactly what Anthony's saying, it's you're international. It's, pre- it's pretty amazing. I mean, at the at the beginning, you never thought that this many people would listen to your music. I never thought I'd be here in New York sitting with you guys, having a beautiful interview here. Beautiful. This wonderful building, being ushered in with assistance and water and coffee. <laughs> Just so lovely. You mean me. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you never imagine that. And it turns quickly from being a normal person, writing music with your friends, into someone telling you about this chilling breakup that has haunted them for years, or someone in their family that's passed away. And, I mean, I just try and listen the best I can. I'm definitely not a therapist, but there are people out there that that open up to us, and I don't know if they just feel bullied or lonely, but sometimes we only get 30 seconds, 60 seconds with them, and... It just, it means so much that they support us and it's nice that we can help in some small way, like small or big, whatever the project is. And it kind of has turned into that. And, and, uh, yellow card, it's, our music is kind of bigger than us. And I, you know, we laugh about we're in the studio and we're kind of like mean to each other about, oh, my part is better than your part or whatever. (laughs) But at the end of the day, we, we, we get to create songs that help a lot of people. And, and if, if that's my calling, then I will answer it. That's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, that's kind of like when we argue in the studio and Carla just agrees that I'm better at everything. So it's very similar to what your arguments are. Yeah, you're probably studio. better. I'm pretty sure that like, never happens. more good looking. So it's, it's good. That's, you guys you know that's, that's, that's good teamwork right there. <laughs> now, you have your album, um, Live to Sell, which is out. 
and the Newfound Glory album is Resurrection. What other new albums from from your genre would you say you're listening to? Well, who are you a fan of? Or is it outside of your genre? Like you're trying to be in the T Swift squad. Yeah, do you or? love T Swift? Or are you Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't? doesn't love Taylor Swift? She's amazing. It's a cult. We um, first off that album that she released, which the year, year anniversary was year yesterday, this week, right? Yeah. Happy um, birthday, nineteen eighty nine. There are um, five number one singles. It's unbelievable. She's anyway. amazing. We um we this is so off topic and strange, but we played like a corporate Target show and it was her and Sarah Bareilles and us in like two thousand seven. And she's like, hey, can I take a picture with y'all? I'm, I'm a country singer. I'm like, yeah, my wife loves country. And <laughs> That's awesome. Now she's like the biggest person on the whole planet. So congratulations. Are you going to cover T-Swift at the show tonight? We are not covering Damn. any T-Sway songs. We don't have enough celebrity friends to, to join us on stage. Um, no, we'll I mean, I, 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 love, I love a lot of music. Um, I'm kind of like the slow jam singer-songwriter guy. So Adele, Sarah Bareilles, they both put out amazing, amazing new songs on the same day. And it was just like curled up in a ball with headphones like, oh, I love your song. And a box of tissues. Yeah. It kind of, you know, crying, fixing my makeup. Um, yeah. And then on the like tougher rock side, uh, a lot of Vans Warped Tour bands. I mean, there's so many great musicians out there, but I'm also like gravitating towards great people and and, and like good, good people in good bands and uh, we just did um, Australia with Mayday Parade. Love them. They we just saw out, last week. They put out a new record, and it's, it's awesome. a little bit of a change, a little edgier. I think it's a great look for them. Um, there's a band called uh, Amorosa. They got a frontman. Uh, his name is Bradley, and he's probably the best male singer in like I've heard in 15 years since Acceptance. So I united those two dudes. So hopefully we get uh, a duet from them. But um, and then Acceptance, uh, my best friend Jason, the singer, they're putting out new music. So. Got a lot of cool things. I'm a little under the radar if it's not on your guys' radio station, but Taylor okay. Swift and then some of the little, <laughs> some, some, other some, stuff. some of the little. You know, guys. I just realized you mentioned uh, Mayday Print. Derek was here last week. I did an interview with him. Um, I played him in Guitar Hero. We did have a Guitar Hero outside. I did beat him. Oh, okay. Uh, it was it, uh, for to defend him. It was his first time playing the new Guitar Hero. Oh, is there a new but one? You, oh, a yeah. new one. Will you challenge me? Well, like, can I challenge you in Guitar Hero? I if you play violin hero, I'll accept. Yeah, they probably don't have the violin parts, but maybe I'll. I could probably pl- play some guitar hero. Right. I'm, I did not plan on that early, but you. No, I saw as soon as you said that, I was like, I know where you're going with this. I used to be pretty good at it, so I don't know. What, I used to be what is like, is there like a score at the end, and then it's that's the same yeah. same function essentially? Mm-hmm. The guitar is a little different. Yeah, the instead little of different. the six buttons where you can't reach the orange one with your pinky, they're on top of each other. At least I couldn't reach the orange. One. Oh, okay. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, I accept cool. your challenge. I'm I'm going to watch the challenge because I suck. Yeah, you're not very good at Guitar Hero. No. I'm pretty good at Guitar Hero. Well, I figure well, I used to be. I don't know. Here's the thing. If I beat you, um, I go on stage with a violin tonight and you don't. And <laughs> you don't. So I want you to win. <laughs> if I get the night off, that would be amazing. Just go Thank watch you. failure happen. No, it's good. They'll, they'll, they won't boo you. This, we have supportive fans. No, I'll be fine. Well, luckily, when you play Guitar Hero and you suck, they start booing you. So this will be I'm fun. used to it. Yeah. This will be good. You just practice a lot. You get used to the booing. So, I mean, we are performing tonight here at Starland. I'm so excited. This this part of the country for us is super huge. Everyone has always um, supported us since 2001, since the van and trailer days. And we're going to close the show tonight. It's it's our last. So we did New York City and Philly at the Electric Factory. And t- tonight's sort of our last hurrah. And it it's going to be so special. I'm so excited. How different is it now with, I mean, I'm assuming you have a nicer van or nicer bus at least than the first time you yeah. were on Warp Tour with probably your own car. Oh, man. First Warp Tour. So, Do you have any horror stories? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, this Actually, is fun. so our first Warp Tour, we, Kevin Lyman had us out for 10 dates, and then we sort of rented on, or well, we paid to play on another stage to stay out for another 10 days. And within that deal, a couple of the members of the band jumped ship, and they were on, they stayed on another bus. So it was like me, a crew dude, and another dude in the band Just driving the van. for like 10 days in the Warp Tour. And our first van, Ryan and I traded our cars that we grew up with in for the van. So it was like, it was like my van and I was like, we're going to make it. And if we don't, I'll go back to school when I'm 25. Like I had like a backup plan and everything, but, um, it was just so much driving and it was so much exhaustion and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So, but now we have a bus and I get to sleep at night and Jay's our driver. Someone drives you. Yeah. yeah. Jay's our driver. He's a sweetheart. And, uh, we, we had his birthday the other day in, in uh, Virginia. We took him out for his, for some drinks and some hot wings. It was pretty awesome. It's always fun talking to artists who've been on that tour because I, I mean, we've gotten to talk to fallout boy, mm-hmm. um, taking back Sunday, the used a bunch of these bands who, you know, you're starting out as just kids in cars. Oh yeah. And Triumph and McCoy was here. Um, you're starting out as kids in cars just with a dream and you end up on a national tour with a bus and your name on marquees. It's insane. And, and really I'm Kevin Lyman does it right. And everyone travels together and there, there's so much during the day and you're so exhausted and you pack up and then you drive, you know, six to 12 hours and everyone's there for each other. And, and I think that's a testament to our scene because not a lot of people can endure that. I mean, it's right. two months and, uh, it's, it's pretty intense, but it just goes to show like how special it is and, and how hard people work on that tour. Well, even for the, even for the fans, I mean, I've gone to a bunch of warp tours. Carl Marie has been to bamboozles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an easy festival for the fans either. Yeah, it's, it's and we're only long. doing like it's, one of them. <laughs> it's a long day. It's I know the ones that were in New day. Jersey used to be, every year for whatever reason it was 113 degrees. And then at night it was like 40. Yeah. So you would your body would go into shock. It was so weird because it was remember, always in May. So the yeah. first year I went, um, I used to only listen to hip hop growing up, and I've told this story to Carla Marie. I used to only listen to hip hop. Welcome to the dark side. And I was uh, I went to high school in Ridgewood, New Jersey, which is where the lead singer of Census Fail is from, Buddy Nielsen. Okay. So he came out with an album. It's like, you know what? I'm going to listen. I'll buy the album. Went to Warped Tour to see him. He was, I found out later, was only on the West Coast uh, leg of the tour. So by the okay. time they got here, he wasn't even he wasn't even on the tour. <laughs> I but mean, since his fail. We're, but that's where I saw there, you guys. And I remember you split the audience Oh, no, don't tell. No, we didn't do this. This was not. <laughs> this was not. This was someone else. And it was the left <laughs> side had to run to the right as fast as possible. And the right side had to run to the left. Let's do that tonight. <laughs> no, I'm only coming if that you're happens. not allowed to do the Braveheart anymore. No. So like, um, just kidding. That never, that never happened. happened at a yellow card show. <laughs> um, it's, it's amazing to see. And traditionally it, it had always been done at like the hardest yeah. of hardcore. And so we kind of brought a little edginess to our, to our pits and stuff, but we just, we just want everyone to have a good time. We like the moshing and the circle pitting, but we want zero Zero injuries. That's what that's what Team Yellow Card's all for. So well, we when we were at the <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's why the 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 Braveheart. Brave well, what's nicked. cool is when we were at the Mayday show last week. I mean, people are obviously crowd surfing and moshing, but anytime but someone goes dropped. down, <laughs> but still, everyone, everyone around picks them up. Everyone yeah. picks them up. Yeah, it's it's this important. cool like unity thing, and we thought we'd see more cell phones out. I mean, we still saw a good amount well, that, of cell phones. Well, that's my out. problem. People are getting dropped a lot now because everyone's on their phone and no one sees the <laughs> yeah, body getting. They don't see anything happening. Or you can't lift anyone up with one arm. That's yeah, you're taking a crowd surfing now has it. a selfie oh, my God. at the same time. It's so funny. It's I actually so got so these stitches in my eyebrow from from a mosh pit. I wasn't even in the mosh pit. Someone just fell on my head. Recently? No, this was back at a House of Blues show with Census Fail and we'll get you James in, the Day. We'll get you in the pit tonight. All right, yes. sounds good.
That's awesome. All right. Well, we we actually have to get you out of here. Yeah. At Whatever, some point. We got to play some things. Guitar Hero, and we got to we'll get to the show. Hero, then we have to do something, and then head to your show later tonight. I hope you guys make it. Um, hopefully, you're a better host than we were to you, and we won't make you wait around. Or mo- yeah. Won't make us wait around. For, we'll wait around for a while. I I'll leave. I'll leave your name at the door. Okay. okay. Maybe they'll let you in. Maybe they'll listen. Maybe they won't. <laughs> no, we they didn't won't. even leave his name at the door. <laughs> yeah, no. you did. Someone yeah. came out and got me. Yeah. They ushered me in. Are you gonna walk us in personally? Yeah. These are my friends. If you guys get there before ten ten, I will. All right. Cool. Deal. Deal. Well, Let's thank you so much for hanging out. Um, obviously, if they haven't passed by your town yet, check out Yellow Card and Newfound Glory and Tiger's Jaw. All of them. All of them. You can do it at the same time because they're on tour together. Yep. Um, do you want to say anything before you go? We love you guys so much. Yellowcardrock.com. We'll see you soon.